0: Well,
1: some of the crowd are on the pitch. Well, on the
0: it's What's going on, everybody? This is Gary. Hey, this is Jack. Let's talk soccer. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to all of you out there. Hope it has been um, an enjoyable one thus far. Um, let's see. We're kind of in a weird. Um, space of the week where we've got game week 21 going on um and then game week 22 doesn't come until like a week and a half from now so um we're not gonna talk about fantasy premier league right now because there's still a lot of games there's what seven games left to be played this week there's only been three that have been played um And then a lot can change between now and Game Week 22. So we will go much heavier on Game Week 22 a little uh, towards the end of the weekend coming up. So um, as I mentioned, today is New Year's Day. um, And uh, thankfully we've had some football to watch. Uh, Jamie Vardy got the first goal of 2019. And it was a lovely goal and... He did a little flip and a little turn, you know, sort of a la uh, Aubameyang that I didn't know Jamie had the capability of doing. So I was impressed. I give him a, a nine and a half for style points.
1: Yeah, usually all I really remember from him is like him punching himself in the face. Yeah. Um, I don't know, screaming and stuff like that. But nice flip.
0: Yeah, it was a nice flip. Um, So, you know, the games today have been extremely entertaining um, you know we saw we saw uh, Leicester City pull out a 1-0 win over Everton uh, we saw we saw Arsenal um, just go crazy and yeah. and score a bunch of goals A bombing with a goal and an assist um, you know they played quite well and then um, we just saw Spurs light it up against Cardiff too and uh, Son, you know, sort of the usual suspects there. Son and Kane, of course, and then Erickson, all with goals. And Son was sort of a, the man of the match that game. So um, Game Week 21 has already started off to be <clears throat> really entertaining. In terms of our fantasy team, we've only had one player play oh. so far. And 're Richarlis- amazing two points. Brilliant. <clears throat> Brilliant. Starting to think about, even though... They, Everton have some really good fixtures coming up. Um, where Charleston just hasn't been doing it for me lately. Yeah, I completely agree <clears> with that. You know, um, I think we could potentially spend our money on a better... We have enough money, personally, between you and me and the people listening that um, we could afford David Silva. Yeah, <clears> definitely <throat> a good option there. If we wanted him. So, something to think about. But, alright, so we said we're not going to talk a lot of fantasy, but we are for a minute. Um, figured it'd be a good time to go through the overall dream team. Now, this will change some potentially, um, you know, because there's still seven games left in the season. But here's where we are.
1: Why don't you take it away? All right, so in goal uh, with 100 points, exactly Allison. Mm-hmm. Uh, the back three, Robertson with 110, Alonzo with 109. Which for me is a bit surprising. Yeah, I think he sort of front loaded a lot of that, a lot of those points. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, Van Dyke with a hundred five.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, the five in midfield. Mohamed Salah leading the way with a hundred forty nine points. Yep. Uh Hazard with a hundred thirty six. Sterling with a hundred twenty two. San, which if he kept this form where he's on right now in the past. <clears throat> three or four game weeks yeah throughout the whole season oh he would be killing it
0: yeah and i believe he missed some games a little earlier in the season too
1: yep uh and then felipe anderson with 103 and then our front two is a with 132 and harry kane with 130
0: yep um you know people have been asking us recently or past couple of weeks maybe um you know, should they hold on to Sterling because he's, you know, a little bit uh, susceptible to rotation, uh, and even about hazards some. Um, and my comments are always, if you look at the end of the season, depends on what your your focus is. If it's just to get as many points for this upcoming game week as possible, then maybe not because, yes, Pep likes to rotate his midfield, and Sterling is certainly one of those players that can be rotated. <clears throat> But if you're playing for the long haul and playing for um, overall record by the end of the season, then keep him because he will be towards the very top, not only of midfielders you know, or, or FPL classified midfielders, but, um, but of all players. So um, it just sort of depends on, on what, what you got going on yeah. and what your focus is. All right, so there's the Dream Team. Uh, like I said, still lots left to be played and lots left to be decided. Let's take a look just sort of at a couple of upcoming game weeks and see if any fixtures catch your eye. Um, for me, the Newcastle Man U game does just because Man U have been,
1: you know, on fire since OGS showed up. Yeah. Uh, it's just, like, a completely different team. Yeah. Um, Even though uh, OGS hasn't really changed too much, but it's just the mentality. Yeah. It's much different.
0: Very much uh, a change of mentality. You know, Pogba is a new player. They just seem to be out there having fun. Like, they can just sort of uh, dictate everything right now. And the whole team has bought in on whatever OGS is selling. So um, they're an exciting team to watch all of a sudden. Like, literally just flip the switch, and it's a whole new team. Um, game of the week, probably, is Man City and Liverpool. Yeah. Um, you know, not only are these two amazing teams playing each other, but uh, Man City is desperate. You know, where they once were uh, in the top spot in the table, uh, Liverpool has, <clears throat> Liverpool has uh, since um, sort of claimed that spot and knocked Man City off, and Man City certainly hasn't helped themselves very much. Uh, you look at Man City's last five games, they've lost three of their last five. Now, who would have thought,
1: you know, up
0: until <laughs> wow. game week, you know, 16 or 17, <clears throat> that that would ever be a possibility?
1: It's crazy. <clears throat> uh, and for that match, it's what we call a six pointer. Mm-hmm. If Liverpool win, uh, not only do City. Lose three points, uh, possible points, but Liverpool gain. Right. They separate themselves that much further. So for me, um, if Liverpool win, I pretty much think it's the season wrapped up. Yeah. And if uh, City win, uh, I think it's just back to sort of normal. Yes. Normal race.
0: If Liverpool win, they'll be on 57 points, which is nine ahead of uh, second place currently is... Spurs with 48. So, yeah, I think um, I think that could be the end of the line for everybody, quite yeah. honestly, unless all of a sudden Liverpool just fall apart. Maybe Mourinho comes in and coaches them for the second half of the season and does what he did to to Man U. But, yeah, Liverpool um, Liverpool just been crazy imp- impressive. You know, since we're sort of now just a little bit further than halfway through the season, Liverpool have just <laughs> – uh they're just they're just strong really everywhere. Allison was a big get. Um that defense is pretty well uh solidified and they're looking good. Um and the attack is is outrageous. Now that Bobby Firmino uh has sort of you know finally found his form, <clears throat> that's a really, really dangerous team. Yep, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so um let's see what other uh, fixtures coming up might catch our eyes. Um, Man U Spurs on my birthday, January
1: 13th. It's a big one. It's, it should be the real first test of Man U. Yes. Um, uh, cause so far, not the strongest of teams. Yeah. But still, it should be a pretty good match.
0: And it's at Wembley. So that'll be, you know, uh, they won't be at Old Trafford, um, which I'm sure they would love that game to be played in, but, um. But, yes, that will, be, uh, that will be a real test. Hopefully everybody will be healthy. You know, Speaking of, we've had a lot of people ask us about Marcus Rashford for their fantasy teams, and he's been – I've always said it since the first time I saw him play. Um, I think he's an amazing player and has a ton of talent and a big future ahead of him. <clears throat> um, but he's a little bit injured. He came off early from the game uh, with, a, I think, a tight groin muscle. Uh, replaced by Lukaku, who within maybe two minutes of uh, coming off the bench, scored a goal. So my thought is, um, will OGS, just knowing that they're playing Newcastle, not risk Rashford and just let Lukaku get in and play and let Marcus, because Marcus has played a lot lately because Lukaku hasn't been available, and just let him... Let Marcus rest and let Lukaku do his thing because there's also Lingard and Martial and Pogba there to get in on the goal scoring as well. Yeah, for sure. You think? Yeah. Okay. Let's, so figured maybe, let's take a little time and make some predictions. Not just for the end of this current season, but for all of 2019. All right. <clears throat> but let's start with this current season. Top um, Top four.
1: Who do you see being in the top four at the
0: end of this season?
1: Oh, uh, okay. So Liverpool, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, and then I would say Man City, uh-huh. Spurs, and uh, Chelsea. I think it's in that order. Say, um, I would say it would be in that order. Maybe switching number one, number two. Okay, so possibly City uh, creeping up. Yep. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, as strong as Liverpool are right now, that was Man City a few weeks ago, and um, they just sort of lost their way. So it can happen to the best of teams. So, you know, don't think that this um, this season is wrapped up by any means. There's still a lot of football left to be played. Um, I agree. <clears throat> I think I agree with your top four. Um, Arsenal look surprisingly... Um, strong this year, um, given previous seasons, their defense is still a little shaky. They're still allowing goals, but they're scoring more than they're allowing, which means that they're winning. So, um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say, in order, Liverpool, Man City, Spurs, and Arsenal in the top four. I know you're laughing, but why not uh, take a little bit of a risk? Okay. Um, on the flip side of the table, what do you think about relegation? Which three teams do you think are going down?
1: Um, well, <laughs> I definitely think Huddersfield will go down. Yeah, ten they points is not uh, not going to save them. They're just awful. I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'll also push for Fulham. They're not really creating very much. Yeah. And. <laughs> They don't really have someone that can really win them the game when they need it. Even though they have Mitrovic. And yeah. Shire, they don't seem to really do much when they need it.
0: No, I don't think Sherla is, a uh, is uh, you know, their, their hopes for saving their season. Mitrovic, maybe, but I agree. I don't think that um, – he's just not there. Yeah.
1: And then uh, for my <coughs> final team, I'm going to say Southampton. Yeah. I just—I don't don't think they uh, have, like, a good enough team. Yeah. And even though they're barely outside the relegation zone right now, it's so close at the bottom. Yeah. And Southampton just—I feel like they don't have a good enough team. Yeah. And good enough players— and they don't have that key person that can get them across the line.
0: Yeah, the only reason Southampton isn't in the relegation zone is just purely on goal differential. They're negative 17, Burnley is negative 22, but Burnley has a new goalkeeper back with uh, Tom Heaton. So it looks like Joe Hart has been relegated to the bench. So maybe that makes a difference, <clears throat> You know, especially if it's going to come down to goal differential, Yeah, potentially. But I agree uh, with Southampton, Fulham, and Huddersfield. Going down, which will be a shame, especially Fulham just coming back up. You know, would have been nice for them to stay a little bit longer. Um, What about promotion?
1: Okay. So, uh, for the three teams that I think are going to go up, I think Leeds will definitely go up. Uh, Just from place alone right now. Uh It just looks like they're strong.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm going to say West Brom. Yeah. I think they'll make it. I, I don't boing, know. Boing. They'll make it somehow, but yeah. they will. Um, And then for my final team, I'm going to say Sheffield United. Okay. I think they have a... So Norwich a is going to get bumped out because
0: currently, currently the top three or four, let's say, are Leeds in first, Norwich in second, Sheffield in third, West Brom in fourth, and then Middlesbrough in fifth, and Darby County in sixth. Um... Those two teams separated only on on goal differential.
1: I will point out. um, So I think Leeds will win the. the, Just they'll come first. Yeah. Sheffield United will come second. Mm. And then West Brom will finish fourth with Norwich in third. Uh But since it goes to the playoffs, yeah, and then West Brom playoffs.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And we know that Newtster will be happy if uh, the baggies make it back up.
1: And just to just point something out, Swansea, who were in the Prem last year, are in twelfth place. It's crazy. It's, I mean, and Stokes Stokes and 14.
0: I mean, it is, um, it's just amazing how far a team can fall so quickly. Okay. um, Let's take a look at this then. Let's take a look at um, some statistics categories and see what you think. um, Let's look at goals scored first. So right now, Aubameyang and Kane are tied at 14. Salah yet to play this week with 13, followed by Hazard at 10. Who do you think is going to win the Golden Boot this season?
1: I think Harry Kane's <laughs> going to win the Golden Boot. Uh, just because Spurs, uh, not only is he just playing out of the socks, yeah. um, the whole team is, mm. which and just more chances well, yeah. since he's sort of the main the main man, right? This. He'll be famous. he's their target man for sure. And then for someone like Salah, I think it's going to be a really close race. <clears throat> Except he's sort of competing more with uh, Firmino and Mane. Yeah. Yep. And then Aubameyang, I just don't think he'll have as many opportunities as Harry Kane will.
0: Yeah, because he he does share a little bit of space with Lacazette <clears throat> from time to time. I think it's going to be exciting. I think that it will be a a three horse race. For sure, between the three that we just talked about. So, um, that'll be exciting. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Kane, too. I would love it to be Aguero, uh, quite honestly.
1: But For me, Aguero just doesn't play enough. He doesn't get the minutes yeah. he probably deserves. But he will have probably one of, if not the best, sort of minute-to-goal uh, ratio yes. in the league.
0: Well, you know, he's going to get a hat-trick against Liverpool this week. So, that'll put him right back... In the middle of everything. All right, next then, let's take a look at assists. So, Hazard and Sane both tied at nine. That's a good rate here. Uh, We have one, two, three, four, five players tied with eight assists. That's Lacazette, Fraser, Wilson. those assists um, what here do you see being the man here
1: I have to go with Hazard he's just been so influential to Chelsea and he's he's just really uh, sort of not only scoring but also providing pretty much everything yeah. for Chelsea where and I could maybe even see Ryan Fraser coming close
0: I was thinking about him I just don't know that Bournemouth as a team can put up enough goals
1: yet yeah because it's usually the only – the main reason they're getting a lot of assists yeah. is because there's a lot of goals, meaning there's a lot of yeah. different sort of chances they could be right. the sister. Right, right. And uh, with, uh, yeah.
0: With Bournemouth, you know, you're pretty much limited to Wilson and King. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I was thinking that too, but I just don't think he's going to get enough opportunities to do that. Um, I'm going to say actually that Sterling ah. is going to win this. Possibly Sané, but yeah, one of those two. Um, to that point of Frazier not having enough weapons to you know, assist goals for, um, Man City are ripe with those. They've got Aguero, you know, whether it's Sterling or Sané, whichever one's going to have the most assists. They've got the other one uh, there. They've got KDB's going to be back. David Silva... Uh, Bernardo Silva.
1: <clears throat> they have almost too many.
0: They do. Um, yeah, they definitely do not have one focal uh, person to count on for all their goals, which is is great if you're Pep Guardiola. Um, it's frustrating if you're a an FPL manager like we are. <clears throat> but I do think um, I do think it'll be one of those two guys. Um, and then let's just do um, clean sheets for goalkeepers. As the last one right now, Allison is pretty well ahead at twelve. Uh, Keppa at nine, and then Ederson and Loris are tied at eight. Who do you think's gonna take the Golden Glove?
1: I mean, does it, does, do we really need to argue over this one? Allison's gonna win it. Um, yeah, and it uh, since sort of, uh, sort of like the like the UEFA Team of the Year and stuff uh-huh. like that is coming up soon. I think it's sort of interesting. Um, 'Cause a lot of people are saying that right now Allison is the best goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. And um probably a bit more closely linked, he uh they're saying he's better than David De Gea. Mm. Which I can sort of see right now in the season. Um what do you think about that?
0: Depends on how you measure best. Um you know, uh up until well, up to this point of the season at least, Liverpool has had a much better defense. Um, than Manu has probably a lot because they just no one wanted to play hard for Mourinho. Um, so it's it's it depends on what you're judging them on. And I know clean sheets is kind of the the top one, but clean sheets are are a you know it's a back four or five or six person effort. Yeah, on clean sheets.
1: And the <clears throat> thing about that is it's re- really it doesn't a clean sheet really doesn't show the amount of sort of saves and stuff like that. That yeah. was given throughout the match, where, for example, De Gea had 14 saves against Arsenal in the match, yeah. but he conceded one goal.
0: I think um, save percentage, yeah. or you know ratio of, of saves to shots, because uh, you can't even do it purely based on number of saves because you know some teams allow a lot more, you know, their defenses mm-hmm. allow a lot more shots. You know, uh, West Ham, Fabianski almost always has one extra point just because of the number of saves that he's making in a game. Yes, yeah, I, I think that is um, is the true mark of who the best goalkeeper is. Um, but I do think it's going to be Allison, too. All right, so that kind of does it for the 2018-19 season. What do you think in terms of... Uh, the rest of the year. So of course we have the summer transfer window <clears throat> and then the first half of the 2019, 2020 season ahead. Um, you think any big moves this summer?
1: Hmm, that's that's a good question.
0: Either into the Premier League or
1: out of? I think, I think Jaden Sancho mm-hmm. will move somewhere into the Premier League. Yeah. And or Christian Pulisic
0: yeah which apparently the the deal with chelsea is <clears throat> is all but done and signed uh Dortmund won't release him in January, so they're gonna have to wait for the summer, but it'd be nice to have an American yeah. at that level, <clears throat> you know playing for a club mm-hmm. like chelsea that's that's pretty solid
1: and then also, I think Pogba will stay
0: What do you think about Hazard
1: I think he'll stay for probably one more season at least. You think? There, it, it always seems to say, everyone always says like, oh, he's probably going to go to the Madrid yeah. and stuff. But it just never happens. And, yeah. uh, it's sort of one of those things where even though there is like the rumor, it's happened so many times. Right. Like, I've, I've sort of gotten used to it, it being like, it's probably just, just news.
0: And it's probably not as appealing as it was before Cristiano left. You know, um, it's one thing to play alongside, you know, one of the two best players on earth. Um, and it's another to now see kind of Real Madrid's struggle a yep. bit without him. You know, I could even see him trying to go to, to Juve.
1: Yep, just because <clears throat> Cristiano.
0: I mean, that definitely has – I mean, talk about um, just loading up on the assists.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: You know, and, you know, playing on a team with Cristiano as good as as Hazard is – you know, Cristiano gets double teamed, and he spreads that defense, and that really allows a player like, like Hazard to get in. <clears throat> you know, get into the box and start ripping some shots. Um, for me, I'm trying to think of what might be um, a really big
1: move. What do you think uh, about Killing Mbappe? Do you think he will? Do you think he'll leave?
0: I think for him to be. Um, sort of branded as, like, the next big thing and, you know, eventually the best player in the world, I think he has to. I agree <clears> to heart. Heart. PSG doesn't really have a whole lot of competition.
1: Yeah, there is no competition.
0: I mean, now, if they go and they win uh, Champions League and he sort of leads the team for that, then you can start to make an argument. But until he plays consistently against the best talent in the world, um, at that level and can still perform the way he's performing then um, then he just, I don't know. You can't, you can't brand him that. Um, but I, t- I don't know if he'll go this year. He may go for the 2020, season. <clears throat> I think he's, he's really enjoying, you know, life at PSG. Life at PSG is easy. Yeah. He's making a ton of money. Um, he's French, so he's probably the most beloved player in the country. And um, they play against easy teams. Like, his stats just go crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know that he will. Um I could maybe see Neymar moving somewhere before Mbappé. Yeah. If one of the two had to go, I could see Neymar, um, going somewhere, and I don't know that it would be the Premier League.
1: Yeah. I don't think Neymar could handle the Premier League. Yeah, he just, it doesn't seem, I mean, for the amount of rolling around, he does. Yeah. And then he gets into a physical league, like the Prem. Yeah. I think he'll last about 30 minutes. Yeah. Maybe not
0: even. Oh, man, he'll be taking dives. And now that VAR is going to be a part of the league, um... That changes everything in terms of his dives. Games will last two hours just because they'll have to review all of his dives.
1: Yeah, and I could honestly, <clears throat> I could see a team not wanting to get it just because they don't want to go two hours every game. Yes. For VAR. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, any other big predictions for the rest of the year? Uh, I think that's about Who do you think, across all leagues, um, who do you think will be the top goal scorer for 2019?
1: I think the top goal scorer will be uh, Lionel Messi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's. And uh, he's just. It's, well, I mean, it's hard to explain, but it's Messi. Yeah. And, and Messi yeah. is probably the best player of all time. Yeah. He's he's in a pretty easy ish league. Yeah. Where there's not too much competition. Yeah. And he pretty much scores a goal every game. Yeah. And if he plays anywhere near to about 50 matches, yeah. that should. Equate to around fifty goals. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I agree with that. I could see Cristiano possibly now that he's sort of found his his rhythm at Juve. He's sort of on that game of goal trajectory as well. Um, <clears throat> but I could see I could see Mbappe taking that. Um, he's only going to get better, and like we, all the reasons we were just talking about with PSG. Um, the goals will just come.
1: Yep. The thing was about is I don't know if it's going to be Mbappe or if it's going to be Neymar. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be like uh, they're going to be really competing with each other or they're yeah. just going to be here. You here, I'll assist you right now, and then
0: yeah, or if it's
1: just going to be one, just all out goals.
0: Two or, egos. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's true. Maybe it'll be D. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it for uh, this week's episode. We will be back, um, you know, say Sunday or Monday of next week with a full-on FPL-focused podcast for Game Week 22. But again, hope you had a fantastic New Year. Check us out on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. Uh, Follow us if you haven't already. If you do, thank you very much, and tell your friends, your co-workers, your loved ones, your Neighbors, complete strangers, your enemies, your enemies, anybody you want. Um, but uh we appreciate you guys, and thanks for a, an amazing 2018. We we're at 26,000 followers, and you know had a big year last year. So thank you guys, appreciate it. And until next time, as always, we say peace, peace, goodbye.